Baruch Hashem, <clears throat> it's a schus to be able to begin a new, a new week, a new day, which equals a new life, as we say many times, that life is here right now. A lot of times we want to change our lives, we want to change uh, my life, I wish I could change my life. Changing our life is changing today. Um, it's important, I think, to remember that the more a person is able to, to understand the balance of, of his brain, the balance of the way your brain works, as far as uh, many people think, you know, strengthening oneself and saying, okay, I'm going to have gratitude and I'm going to be positive and I'm going to think good thoughts, which are, of course, very, very important for a person to learn how to think, or let me start with this, it's very important for a person to learn to, to, to know what, what his thoughts are. It's very important to know what my thoughts are. A lot of times, because we have so many thoughts, we have about 80,000 thoughts a day, um, most of them, the percentage of them that are repetitive and the percentage, uh, and the percentage of them that are negative is very, very high. I think 80 to 90 percent are repetitive and 80 to 90 percent are um, negative. And to be aware of your thoughts, uh, because when a person starts off his morning, when a person starts off his day, which equals to when a person starts off his life, then your thoughts and your... Um, thank you so much. Well, that's exciting. Thank you. <clears throat> That'll be good for my throat. Thank you, Yitzhi. Because when a person, that's one of the reasons I think that we start off with Modeani, the first words we say when we wake up before we even get out of bed, while, while our hands, while our bodies, while we're still betuma in an impure state, the first thing we say is we say thank you. It's the first things that come out of our mouth, and I believe that the reason is, is because, thank you, right? What is, what's the line? Um, every day above ground is a good day. Every day that a person is alive is a good day. So this is where the balance sometimes gets a little bit difficult when a person's doing affirmations and a person is, let's say, in touch with his thinking, right? Let's say a person wants to start working on having more positive thoughts and saying, uh, uh, good morning, it's a good day, um, I'm, I'm thankful that I'm alive, I'm thankful that I can breathe, I'm thankful that um, I can feel, I'm thankful that I can move, which is really what the Birchas uh, HaShachar are all about. The Birchas HaShachar, thank you, Kivi, the Birchas HaShachar are all about thank, thanking, thank you, Hashem, thank you for this, thank you for that. We start off our day with uh, positivity. Because uh, it could be the natural, um, the natural state, especially when a person is tired, could be the natural thing is for a person's brain and his um, thinking to be negative. So when we train ourselves to be positive, that helps a person. When a person, right, happy people uh, don't have gratitude, most people think, oh, he's a happy guy, he's such a thankful guy. No, a thankful person is happy. When you start thinking thankful, positive thoughts, 
you become happy. <clears throat> now here, this is where the balance comes in. When a person is just thinking positive thoughts or he's pushing his brain to think positive thoughts, then he thinks, oh, so everything's okay. I don't have uh, pain or I'm not hurting or things are not bothering me. That's not true. That does, it doesn't have to be like that. Most people are like um, extreme in that. Either I'm totally in pain and I have stuff that I have to work through um, and I'm negative or I'm positive and I don't feel any pain. It's not, it doesn't have to be like that. It could be that, that I'm being positive, I'm trying to do affirmations, and I'm trying to think good thoughts, but I still have uh, pain inside of me. I still have things that I have to work through. Right? The example that I, that I like, and then I'd like to hear from all of you, right? this is one of the reasons we start off with the Hilchus Lashon Hara. The reason we start off with Hilchus Lashon Hara is because Lashon Hara is a result of my negative thinking. M- Mitzora comes from Motsi Ra. Mitzora comes, we spoke about it Friday night, how you're bitter about somebody else when you're bitter about yourself. When I have bitterness, so I see in other people. When I'm, when I'm having a good day and I'm all happy and my thoughts are happy, good, positive thoughts, then I have happy, good thoughts outside. The reason we speak Lashon Hara is because we're negative. Motsi Ra means I take out the Mitzora, the Mitzora, which is the person who gets the disease of Mitzora, the spiritual disease, from speaking Lashon Hara, is Motsi Ra, which means I'm pulling out of me Ra, the Ra inside of me, um, projecting and saying it about somebody else. The muscle that I give, that I was talking about, was that even if a person's saying, oh, I'm, I'm happy to be alive, any day that, that, that I'm above ground is a good day, um, doesn't mean that I, that I don't have things inside of me that are hard for me. It doesn't mean that things are not, might be hurtful for me. Right? The example that I give is someone bangs his knee. Right? You know that feeling when you're sitting at a table and you bang your knee and it kills. It literally kills for, for that you know, minute, two minutes, or whatever it is. So I always say, and a person, let's say, says, okay, Gamzulatova, we know it's from Hashem, it's from Hashem, it's from Hashem, it's from Hashem, it's good, I'm happy that, that, that the only thing that happened to me is that I banged my knee, no big deal, right? Now, that's a very positive thought. That's a positive, positive thought. That's a good thought to say, Baruch Hashem. Now, does that mean that your knee does not hurt? No, of course your knee still hurts. So it's not a contradiction to say my knee is throbbing, but I'm still thankful that it's only my knee. I'm thankful that that's what happened. Okay, so I banged my knee. That's all right. So I'm just saying it's not a... And and emotionally, it's the same exact thing. Emotionally, somebody could have an issue that's hurting him, but at the same time, he can try and learn to have positive thinking in general. It's not, a, it's not a contradiction. Again, most people think positive thinking means that everything is all good, and negative thinking means that everything is all bad, where, where there can be a balance of the two. Okay, question, comments, please. Yes, ah, oh, Binyamin. What? You, you don't just, so great question. You don't just think positive. 
if you want to let your thoughts go a certain way, they will, like I said, 80% mm -hmm. of our thoughts, we, we are negative and repetitive. The altar from Kelm, they say, knew and, and could track every thought that he has and had. Could you imagine that? Every thought, right. And then we also have subconscious. When a person has anxiety, right, and he doesn't know why he's anxious, you know, sometimes you just get that feeling, you have that feeling, whether it's in your chest, whether it's some people get it in their head, wherever you get it. I know I get, when I get anxiety, it's in my chest area, right? Sometimes you have no idea why you feel a certain way. You have no idea. You have no idea. That's subconscious. That's subconscious. So the way you learn, underline the word learn, to think positive is you learn, right? I would start with affirmations. That's what I would start, Benjamin. Affirmations is I would start with making a list of positive things that you would like to begin thinking. What's usually going to happen when you do that, by the way, is that when you start beginning to push yourself to think positive thoughts, you're going to get a lot of um, pushback from the other side. You're going to get a lot of pushback. If you start saying, oh, wow, I'm such a good person, right? Sometimes people say, naturally, they'll repeat in their brain over and over. Oh, gosh, I'm such a, I don't know, I'm such a, uh, I don't know, a clumsy guy. Some people have that. Oh, I'm clumsy because their parents or someone told them or their older brother or someone or their older sister or someone or their who, whoever told them when they were a kid, oh, yeah, he, you're a clumsy guy. You know, you got, come on, you know, uh, you know, or someone who needed glasses when they were younger and they would fall a lot. You know, so there are many different ways that it could manifest itself. So you start saying, oh, I'm... In the back of your mind, oh yeah, I, I, I'm not able to do this, I'm not able to do that. And then you start telling yourself, I am, I'm capable, I'm capable. You're going to get a lot of pushback on that. But I always say you got to start with that. You have to start with that. You have to start with that. Let, see the pushback. Then you start learning yourself. You say, wow, I'm really, really a negative guy. I'm really a person who doesn't believe that I can be a successful guy. Wow, I'm really, really a negative guy. But the first st step, I would make a list, I would do affirmations, I would write down different thoughts that you want to put into your brain to think. Because what happens is when we judge, that's where Lashon Hara comes in, and then we're going to learn a halacha in a, in a minute, Mir Tashem. That's where Hilchas Lashon Hara comes in, that what? You look at a guy and you say, and you say, oh, that guy is a great guy. And then your, your other side of your brain is like, no, he's not. He's not a great guy. So the goal in not speaking Lashar is not to say, generalize, the guy's a great guy. Pick something about that guy that's a positive thing that's true, right? Pick something, a nakuda, pick a small thing about that person, right? You're, you're seeing that person, or you see a guy at lunch, right, taking a lot of food and never finishing it. You could say, okay, wow, I'm so impressed that that guy, you know, uh, is so, um, I don't know, He's so in his, home, in, in his own world, and he's not even looking at what everyone else is looking. I wish I could be like that also, to look at just myself and not worry about everybody else, because then I wouldn't be judging him so negatively. I don't know. You, there, there are ways you've got to play tricks with your brain. Good question, Benjamin. Okay, anybody else? And then we'll learn halacha, halacha number one. We good? Yeah, Ben. What's the balance between that and, and uh, just the negative? I thought... 
don't justify the negative, but search for the positive. But if something is a negative act, right. right, right, right. Correct. I was just saying, I know, I, I gave a very tough example. I agree with you, yeah. I was just giving an example of where you could find, yeah, correct, I, I agree. It's just finding a, figure, being creative, it's being creative to find it. It doesn't, doesn't uh, whatever works for you. I just, in that example, I was thinking of that example, but you're right, correct. Yeah. Yeah, of course, sure. I don't know if it's not what understanding what Ben's saying. He's saying it's like some situations they're just doing the wrong thing. You don't need to, right. you need to try to die like I said, the guy is shooting the other guy, doesn't, you know. Right, right. Correct. Well, ben was, ben, was, right. ben was just saying, my example was within what the bad that the guy was doing, finding the good, right? So, correct, correct. Sometimes you see someone who's, uh, you know, let's say who's, uh, you know, uh, you know, cursing someone out right in front of you, so you're like, what, what are you doing? Like, you're putting that guy down, you're embarrassing the guy, you can't, there's nothing, I mean, it's hard to, I mean, they say that story with Rebbe Yitzchak, you know the famous story with Rebbe Yitzchak from Berdichev, where he was walking with his Hasidim, uh, you know, Yom Kippur, on Yom Kippur, and they see some, some, uh, some guy, a Jewish guy, sitting there like, uh, what was he smoking? He was eating. I think he was eating. He was eating, and 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 as they're walking, they're like, "Okay, let's see, let's see, Rebbe do this one," because Rebbe Yitzchak was known to be like the ultimate, you know, defender of the Jewish people. They're like, "Okay, how is he going to get out of this one?" So they're like, "So they're like, Rebbe, like he's eating. Look, he's eating on Yom Kippur." So he's like. Um, he asked the guy, like, oh, you must not know that it's Yom Kippur. So the guy's like, no, I know it's Yom Kippur. They're like, yeah, okay, let's see what he's going to do next. Uh, you must not know that you're not allowed to eat on Yom Kippur. He's like, no, no, I know I'm allowed to eat on Yom Kippur. I'm not allowed to eat on Yom Kippur. Oh, wow, you must have been sick, and from a doctor, you must have been given a head to eat. Nope, I'm totally healthy. And then he's like, oh, my gosh. Um, and then he's like, wow, look how... Look how emistic the Jewish people are. Look how honest that person is. Okay, that's it. What? Right, right. So when you when you when you look when you start living like that now, obviously Rebbe Yitzchak is the king, the king of Don Lekavschus. But but when you but when you train your brain to start seeing the positive. Right, that's what Binyamin, that, that's what happens with us, you know, like, like you said, and, it's, and I like the way you said it, like, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's training, it's training, the, you know, the people, you know, if your father's negative, your mother's negative, or people, it could be, the, right, I think there's that book, Positive, what is it, where is you, the Positive Bias, Negative, Positivity Bias, read that book, I've read that book, it's a beautiful book, right, that the natural, I think in the beginning, it goes through, the natural tendency is to be negative, especially if your mother's negative, your father's negative, or you're a person, so we're all negative. So, and you grow up in a home where your mother is negative, your father's negative, and your brother's negative, and, and so great. Why, why, and you grow up, since you're a little kid, that that's all, uh, 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 and sitting around talking Lashon Hara, that's the way you're wired. So we need to learn, to relearn, to rewire ourselves. And I think the key, I'll get to you in a second, Rafael, I think the key is is that just because I learn to rewire myself for positive thinking, 
doesn't mean that I don't still have negativity in me and pain and things that I have to work through. I think that's what people misunderstand. They think when I start learning to have positive thinking that my life is going to change. You're, you, you, it will change a lot of your thinking. It will change it. But that doesn't mean that you don't have to deal with you know, some core issues that you might be feeling. That was the example of banging your knee. Your knee might still be throbbing. You still might have um, things that are bothering you even if you're thinking positively. But it's a start. It's a very good start. Yes, Rafilo. Oh, was example of a dead dog that was on the street and the Hasidi was saying, oh, look how broke this dog is. And uh, the Reverend was saying, look how white the skin is. Right. And then the same bad thing. Right. I think also, it's, I don't think it's a steal. Right. I, mean, I, I think it's not uh, good to look for positivity within the negativity because many times that's what you need. Right. Why is the guy stealing? Ah. Because he right. was brought up in such a home, it doesn't mean that you don't have to stop him from stealing. Right. It's not a steal. So you deal with the problem, and at the same right. time, nice. it's not a problem. Within the problem itself, many times you have to um, nice. within the problem to understand why nice. I'm doing it. Beautiful. Very nice. Well said. Beautiful, 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 Rafael. Beautiful. Very nice. Very nice. Beautiful. Okay. Let us, let us continue. We left off just to learn some uh, we left off talking about the story of Miriam who spoke to Aaron about their brother Moshe. Another law we can learn from this episode is that Lashon Hara, and this is what people don't, they forget about Lashon Hara, is prohibited even when the information being communicated is true. What Miriam said was entirely true. Moshe did live separate from his wife, yet Miriam was still punished because negative speech about another constitutes Lashon even when factually correct. We were talking yesterday at my Shabbos table, right, because we learn Hilchus Lashon there also, because that's where it's, sometimes it's dangerous when you sit around with other people, that's where you could chas shalom speak Lashon Hara. Um, and my son was mentioning, because we, we did a, a different halacha, um, and he was saying that someone recently told him someone who he didn't know um, and he was going to meet, and the person told him, Lashnara, yeah, oh, this guy always talks about himself. That's what he told my son. And my son was saying, uh, now every time he talks to the guy, right, it's difficult because he has Im- implanted in his brain uh, this thing that the guy always talks about himself. And if the person never said that, he never would have uh, imagined, he never would have thought that way. So it's very, very dangerous, even if it's true, even if it's true. Yeah, sure. Yeah, otherwise it's Motsi Shemra. Otherwise it's two things. It's also Lashon Hara, but it's also your, your over Midvar Shekhar. Terechag, yeah, it's worse. I mean, it's, they're both terrible. Yes. Unfortunately, there's a common misconception about Lashon Hara, perhaps the most pervasive of all. There are those who believe that something true is not Lashon Hara. However, the story of Miriam proves that this is a grievous error. Our sages tell her four groups will not merit to bask in the Divine Presence. And one of them is those who speak Lashon Hara. Okay. One of them is a liar. So it, so it demonstrates that if four people, right, what is it? A liar, uh, those who flatter, and those who mock, and then those who speak Lashon Hara. So why is someone who lies and someone who speak Lashon Hara in the same category? It's a proof that they're two separate things. Okay. 
It is important to mention that one who speaks negatively about another person when lying, uh, so, right, he's Motsi Shemra, very good, sure, that's what he says. Through truthful negative words, Lashonara is a major sin. It is important to note that still exaggeration can change those words to the most severe category of liars. One receives part of his punishment for speaking Lashonara in this world, but the primary waits, punishment waits for him in the next world. And, and it's pretty bad because people who speak Lashonara in this world, um, it's pretty bad for them. Like, like, like I always say, and we'll, we'll end off with this, um, at least for the Hilchus Lashonara, like I always say, if someone is talking to you bad about somebody else, guaranteed he's talking bad to someone else about you. Guaranteed. If someone is talking to you about somebody else, guaranteed he's speaking to somebody else about you. I don't care if you say, oh no, he's my best friend, we're all boys, we're all buddies. I guarantee you, you, will, you are also in the in another period of time, you're going to be spoken about by, by that person as well. Okay, Hashem should help us all. We should be Zoha, not to speak Lashonara, not to hear Lashonara, and to only see the good in ourselves and other people. You had a question? Amen. Okay. Question, comments, because we only have a few minutes left here. Question, comments? Question, comments? <laughs> Come on, Donnie. I'm sure you got something good. Tell us, Donnie, how do you stay so, uh, so productive and so proactive? What, what's the secret? What's the secret? What? What? You're humble? Staying humble? Okay. Yeah, right. Okay, let, let's begin. <clears throat> let's begin. Um, with um, the Yisod, trying to think where we should begin with. Um, let's begin. Let's begin with the concept of Tahara. Tahara says the Nisil Sisharim. <clears throat> is that a person is kolmais of alzada chachma vayira velo alzada chet vataiva vizafil bemaisim agufnim vechamrim shafilu achreis nagay beprecious a person has to focus tia kavanasol atov ayotzim and amaisu alzada chachma voda what we underestimate is our intentions when we're doing something. What happens is, is that there are two parts, more than two parts, they're really, um, for, for, there's machshava, dibor, and maisa, there's your thinking, there's your talking, and there's your, your action. When it comes to doing something, there are two things that are involved. There's the action itself, and then there's that which you can't see. When a person's putting on tefillin, you don't know what he's thinking about when he's putting on tefillin. When a person is learning Torah, you have no idea what he is thinking about when he's learning Torah. When a person is helping out and having a phone call, calling his mother, you have no idea what he's thinking about right before he calls his mother or during the conversation. Right? When a person does something, so there are two aspects to what it is that you're doing. There is the action itself, and there is the panemius, there's the internal. 
And that's why we can never judge any person. The reason you can't really judge anyone is because you have no idea why it is that the person is doing what it is that he's doing. And the reason that people struggle a lot is because they could be doing actions, but the inside of their connection to the actions, there's a very, very big disconnect. So when there's a big disconnect between what I'm doing and why I'm doing it, then that's when the, the, the troubles begin. When I'm just doing something with nothing behind what I'm doing, as one of the lines, one of my favorite lines is, that discipline is remembering what it is that you want. When a person can remind himself, this is what I want, this is why I'm doing what I'm doing, why did I come to yeshiva, why am I in Eretz Yisrael, why did I get married, why did I come to, to, in mourning, why did I show up to this year, why am I doing what I'm doing, and a person is tapped into the why, why am I learning Torah, why am I davening, what is it that I want from myself, from what it is that I'm doing, that's when a person is able to stay uh, sustainable in what he's doing, or actually change that which he is doing. But when a person is not focused on the why, and on what it is that I'm doing, then what happens is, you start having a very big disconnect to, and I'll give you an example why that, what happens. If a person is only doing something for other people, and a person is doing something for approval for, for, from someone else, like we spoke the other day, that's what happens when you give and give and give to someone. If you're giving to people, if you're a people pleaser, if you're going to please people, and you have to please people, so what happens is you can get worn out of that. That can tire you out. Because it's like, oh, I'm sick and tired of trying to please so-and-so when you'll never ever be able to please them or you're, it'll wear you down. But if a person is doing something because he wants to do it or he wants to give, he wants to overflow, that's why we talk about that. If you don't have love within yourself, you're going to get tired. That's where a lot of shalom bias problems happen. A lot of shalom bias, a lot of people have bad relationships with, in marriage because, because oh, I have to give so much to my wife. My wife has to give so much to me, right? When two parties have to give so much of themselves to make the other person happy, it's not possible. It's not possible. You could give some to your wife. You could help. You could support. You could strengthen. But if a person themselves, right, and the same a wife to a, to a husband, if you're not a happy guy, in essence, your wife is not going to make you happy. Your wife can help you work on yourself being happy. Your wife can contribute a little bit to your happiness. But if inside you're not really clear about who you are, what you're doing, what, what's it all about, that's going to be a big uh, problem. Okay, quick question as we wrap up for this morning. Okay. Hashem should help us all. We should all be zocha to have a consciousness to be awake, not just physically to be awake, to be awake in what it is that we're doing. And um, one of the most important things to remember is if I want to fix last week, if I want to have a good week and I didn't have a good week last week, or I want to improve or certain things last week, my past, I'm upset about my past. There's nothing you could do about your past. The only thing you could do about your past 
is today because your past doesn't, 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 right? Five minutes ago is further than a million years from now. Remember that. Five minutes ago is further away from you. Yeah, Victor, think about that one. Five minutes ago is further from you than a million years from now. How incredible is that? So there's nothing you could do about five minutes ago. There's nothing you could do about yesterday, a week ago, a year ago. Nothing you could do about it. The only thing you could do about it is live today. And you want to build your future, the best thing you could do is have a great today because success breeds success. One day of good creates another day of good, another day of good. So Hashem will help us. V'hasr satan mulfanenu machreinu. The satan, the Yetzirah, always wants us thinking about our past and the future. But the best thing then, the only thing we have is we have today. So have an amazing first day of the rest of your life.